you seen this? Hi there and welcome to Why Haven't You Seen This, my movie podcast by me, Emily Barton. To keep up to date with all things Why Haven't You Seen This, you can follow my Facebook page and Instagram channels. I tend to try to keep them up to date with what my podcasts are going to be, videos and some updates from my guest hosts, some movie trivia, movie news and all that kind of fun stuff. And also on Instagram, if you follow my stories on Instagram, I do love to try and get the chat going and interaction. I'm always really, really keen to hear what people think of my podcasts. Tell me what you think. Feel free to be brutal. Try not to be a troll, but feel free to tell me what you think. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Were there any episodes that you watched that really inspired you to watch it and you ended up loving the movie? Or... Were there movies that you watched and you kind of thought, what on earth were they talking about? This movie is rubbish. I'd love, I'd really be interested to find out. So do keep in touch with me. I hope you're enjoying the season so far. I've had some really great guest host collaborators on this season. I was heavily inspired by my good friend Aoife Barry, who joined me on Drop Dead Gorgeous to kind of take a deep dive into 90s rom-com movies. I am I am a child of the late 90s. I'm a teenager of the late 90s, early 2000s. So therefore, I was the perfect target market for the time. So I like to think I've seen most of them. And I have quite an eclectic mix of DVDs. And one of those DVDs is this film called Get Over It that came out in 2001, which I absolutely love. A lot of my friends that I've mentioned it to don't really know it that well. They might have seen it. It was in the cinema for a very brief amount of time. I remember seeing it in the cinema and dancing my way out the door after the movie. That is the kind of reaction that I had to it. It's a very fun movie. It's the kind of rom-com that really doesn't take itself too seriously. And I think that's actually one of the reasons why I really liked it, is that it doesn't really take itself too seriously. I'm sure a lot of people will have seen movies like Clueless that were kind of loosely based on um, the novel Emma. And then there was 10 Things I Hate About You that came out in 2000, which was based on The Taming of the Shrew. Well, this film, Get Over It, is very loosely based on another Shakespearean play called A Midsummer Night's Dream. Now, I, I mean loosely, and it really, really has fun with it. Set, obviously, in an American town with um, a group of teenagers in high school. But... One of the great selling points about this film is its cast. It's got a really, really, really awesome cast. You've got Kirsten Dunst. You've got Colin Hanks. Yes, that's Tom Hanks' son. You've got Ben Foster in a very early, nerdy, strange role, considering what he went on to do. You have Cisco. You have cameos from Electra and Coolio. You've Shane West. Probably one of my favourite characters and actors in this movie is Martin Short, but I will get to him later because he's probably one of the best things about this movie. I want to tell you about Get Over It. If you did see it when it came out, I'm hope hopefully it will remind you and re-inspire you. And then if you've never heard of it, hopefully it might get you to check it out if it's your bag. I would say it's not an uber rom-com. Like it is a film that is just pure good crack. It's such good fun, great music numbers kind of stylized, really funny and pokes fun at itself. So when I say this movie is um, um, a kind of an American teen comedy that doesn't take itself too seriously, it opens with Burke Landers, who's played by Ben Foster. And Burke has just been dumped by his girlfriend, Alison, and he's totally devastated. And literally within the first two minutes of the movie, having just been broken up with, he somehow falls into this vortex and as he leaves her house with the box of st his stuff, a 
street dance scene and music number on Suze. So immediately this movie is, is kind of telling you this is going to be random and musical and funny. So you've got Burke. And then you've got Burke's best friend, played by Colin Hanks. He's trying to help his mate get over it, hence the name of the movie. Um, but Burke's notices that Alison is now seeing this new cool dude on the scene who's played by Shane West, who's kind of a bit of a tool in this movie, to be fair. He notices that Alison and Stryker, played by Shane West, sign up for the high school musical. And the musical director is played by Martin Short, and he's Dr. Dr. Desmond Forrest Oates. And so he decides it would be a really genius idea to get her back to sign up for the musical. And the only problem with that is the guy can't act. The guy can't sing. How he's going to get her back, I have no idea. And this whole movie is about this the musical production. And of course, it's all around A Midsummer Night's Dream. So there's kind of the themes of A Midsummer Night's Dream in the characters themselves. And then there's the parallel with the fact that they're also doing a version or a modernized version of A Midsummer Night's Dream in the play. Q, Phoenix's sister, played by Kirsten Dunst, she's played she plays Kelly, who's a year younger. She's mad into musicals. She loves music. She's always known Burke growing up. Of course, now she's absolutely gorgeous because around this was the around of time that Kirsten Dunst was doing a load of comedy movies and, and rom-coms. She did Bring It On the year before. She did Crazy Beautiful, The Virgin Suicides, all those kind of movies. And she went on to film the Spider-Man movies. She's playing Mary, Mary Jane in those. And there's actually a scene in this movie where she comes back and she's got a little bit of red dye at the front of her hair and it's kind of a darkened scene but you can you can if you look closely you can see the red she had to come back for a reshoot and of course she decides she slowly helps him learn his lines and teach him to sing there's actually a brilliant scene in this movie where he's auditioning to get into the musical and god love him he's just it's just hopelessly bad he ends up getting a role which is like sort of horseman number three or something like that. I don't even think it's a speaking role. So it's not a great start for him in this movie. And meanwhile, you sort of have a you have two antagonists. You've got the antagonists of Stryker, who's this cool guy who's going out with his ex-girlfriend, who's super hot, super talented, total tool. And he keeps antagonizing Burke consistently and constantly. But the, the other antagonist is Dr. Desmond Forrest Oaks, played by Martin Short. And if you love Martin Short like I love Martin Short, like I loved Frank, he played Frank in the Father of the Bride movies. I loved him in the in the night, particularly in the um, in the eighties and nineties. I mean, he did like some amazing movies. You know, the the Three Amigos, Inner Space, obviously the Father of the Bride movies, Captain Ron, Mars Attacks. He's just done so many awesome movies. He did Clifford, which was a character he had in SNL. But he's just that over-the-top, old-school, goofy actor. And he plays Dr. Forrest Oates with so much gumption that it really is one of the best parts of the film. And he keeps antagonizing them. He thinks he's God's gift to the musicals. He has this real uh, arrogance about him, but like a silliness. And just every time he's on screen, no matter what line they gave him, he just turns it into pure comedy. It's so funny. And just to give you a sense of that, I'm going to play a quick clip for you. So this is kind of halfway through the uh, halfway through the movie where Peter Wong, who is the star lead in, in the musical, has just had a 
unfortunate accident involving nunchucks and seems to have broken his legs at this point. And uh, it's three days until the musical opens, so they're in pretty dire straits. So this is how Martin Short, playing Dr. Desmond Forrest Oates, decides to handle the situation. just so many good moments in this movie but martin short has pretty much 99.9 percent of them it's not to say that the rest of the movie isn't fun it is really good fun and there's really good interactions and there's great scenes with all of the cast but he just steals the show every time i mean he has so many quotable moments in this movie he just comes out with all these one-liners there's another scene where he kind of goes up to the guys and um, trying to kind of show off his no musical know-how he turns around and says as the old bobby de niro once told me I read it in a magazine once. Just because God blesses you doesn't mean there's not another sneeze coming. <laughs> it just I, I, I don't even do it justice, so just ignore me. Just, just take my word for it that Martin Short is so good in this movie. And it is just so much fun. It's quite a random one as well, because Ben Foster, this was kind of one of this was the first role I saw Ben Foster in. And when you see it, you kind of think he's quite an average, kind of a geeky type of a lead, lead, and it's a little bit odd, but it works. But then when you see what Ben Foster then went on to do, he went on to do Hostage, and he was played this like really cool, edgy, evil teenage guy um, who takes these this family hostage. It's a Bruce Mil- Bruce Willis movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a really really good thriller. He did Alpha Dog, he did The Messenger, he did the sci-fi Pandorum. He played this really kind of creepy character in 30 Days of Night. He was in Lone Survivor. He was in 310 to Yuma. He's done all these like really cool edgy movies and he's 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 actually an actor, a character actor who I think is massively underrated. He's amazing. But it's kind of random that this was an early role for him. The supporting characters in this movie are awesome as well. And although Martin Short definitely steals the show you do have a great supporting cast and I love Burke's parents so his parents Frank and Beverly Landers are played by Ed Begley Jr and Susie Kurtz who are really cool actors and actor and actresses which you will recognize them immediately they've been in loads of stuff and they're really funny they're basically sex therapists and they have their own sex show which of course is a huge cause of embarrassment to their teenage son they keep giving him all this sex advice and they're really chill like at one point Felix played by Colin Hanks brings them to a strip club to help him cheer him up after his breakup and they get the club gets raided and he gets arrested and the parents pick him up in the car and they're sort of like why didn't you tell us you wanted to go to a strip club we would have brought you to a strip club you know here's loads of condoms to uh, practice safe sex and he's like why can't you just be 
normal parents for once in your life so they're they're really really fun they kind of they play it really really fun you do have these random pop-ups of Carmen Electra plays one of the, the kind of the head stripper uh, Mistress Moira in it you have Coolio who has a blink and you'll miss it moment Zoe Soldana is also a supporting part so she plays uh, Alison the girl who Burke broke up with she plays her friend and this this was a this was kind of a good time for Zoe Saldana this was kind of her early roles she was in Center Stage the dance movie which is also a really really great underrated rom-com dance movie she's in Crossroads the terminal she went on then obviously of course just to play the title role in Avatar and Guardians of, she was Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy movies so she was also in this so this was a kind of one of her early teen roles as well so this movie just has a really great cast and it's really really fun so if you like silly humor if you like musical numbers if you like music if you like to dance if you like comedy uh, if you enjoy watching a cast of actors that are very talented actors and a really good strong cast and a, a really strong supporting cast as well. This is definitely a movie worth checking out. It's such a fun, fun movie. To give you another flavour of Martin Short as Dr. Desmond Forrest Oates, and I know I am banging on a lot about Martin Short in this film, but I really have a mild obsession with his character in this movie. Here he has a run-in with Kelly. So Kelly, played by Kirsten Dunst, who is mad into music and she's she plays a supporting character in the musical and she decides to go by his office because she has written a treatment of one of the songs and is hoping that he might consider using that and we get a flavor of dr desmond forrest oats ego i know you're busy but i just want to touch you for one second oh miss woods please come in oh fun hair clip i wanted to talk to you about my song ah oh, full of dream i originally wrote that tune for miss diana ross Miss Ross, Miss Ross, I've written a very groovy song I think you'd love. Oh, that's my hand, buddy. Miss Ross, Miss Ross, Diana! Fortunately, the lawyers got involved and then bullshit, 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 bullshit. And then the next thing you know, no deal. It's a great song. I love singing it. Oh, it's fun to write. It's just that I was wondering if you if you wouldn't mind if I made a few suggestions. You made s- some suggestions? A weary night, abate thy hours. Well, I, I just figured, you know, like you said, the song really isn't working. <laughs> I'd like you to do me a favor, if you will, Miss Woods. I'd like you to read this poster and tell me what it says at the bottom. No food or drink allowed in the auditorium at any time. It says 12 original songs by Dr. Desmond Forrest. That part. Yes, that part. I'll tell you what it doesn't say. It doesn't say additional lyrics by little Miss Sassy Pants. You know, some of those lyrics are Shakespeare's. Ah, and what was the last tune you hummed from Macbeth? Bill Shakespeare is a wonderful poet, but Burt Bacharach, he ain't. That really just says it all. I love his passive-aggressive comments in this as well. He's like, oh, fun hair clip. He doesn't like the hair clip at all. So yeah, this is definitely a fun film to watch. So some people have obviously messaged me and said, Emily, where on earth am I going to watch this movie? Because of course, so many of us, we rely heavily on, you know, the next releases coming out in the movies. We have Netflix, we have Amazon Prime, and it's can be a little bit trickier to go back and revisit some of these movies. I mean, 
I obviously have a lot of these movies on DVD so it's kind of easy for me to watch them so how do you watch them if hopefully I've inspired you to or you know piqued your interest in them I would recommend if you can to support local movie stores so whatever your local movie store is here in Dublin you know there's Golden Discs there's Tower Records if you can support do and a lot of places will order them for you if they don't have them in stock of course you might not necessarily want to go and buy a movie that you haven't seen so um, your best bet is probably checking out YouTube a lot of movies you can get on YouTube you can either rent them or buy them you can buy them on Amazon there's like a ton of of sites where you can buy movies or rent movies online if you if you end up watching it or renting it online and you absolutely love it and you want to buy it on DVD like I did to have it on my collection go for it I hope you've enjoyed the season so far please do send me messages on Facebook or on Instagram. I would love to hear your feedback. Are there movies that you feel, you know, not enough people know about or, you know, came out a good few years ago and, you know, when you rewatch them and you realise this is so such a great film, people should watch this again. Let me know. Tell me. Send me a message. I want to hear from you. And to finish off the podcast, I am going to play one more clip for you if my chatter chitter chatter about this movie in general and the awesome cast and the amazing performance by martin short isn't enough i'm going to play one more clip that will hopefully inspire you to check it out so i thought i'd play for you very quickly that the painfully funny clip where burke turns up at the auditions for the musical and oh man it's just so painful this is a little flavor of his audition I need to hear your singing audition. Excuse me? The procedure, Mr. Landis, is that we sing first and then we read later. Uh... Jessica, could you help me here? I'm, 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 I'm sinking in quicksand, unfortunately. Sing first, read later. Sing first, read later. Any song? Any song you want. Kiss a little longer, make it last a little... Projection! Mr. Burke, projection. Kiss a little longer, stay close a little longer. Yeah, so random but funny and really good. So check it out. Why, oh why, why haven't you seen this? Why, oh why, why haven't you seen 